our top story. Oh, thanks, W Health or World Health Organization. What's with this whiplash about no data about mixing and matching of vaccines? Here we go on this crazy ride again. We have another whiplash from another doctor saying, oh, hold on, hold on, that thing we just told you to do, don't do that. Yeah, I tell you what, Dave, what do I want to do? Get me off this crazy thing! I am, I am tired of this ride. Do we have this John Tory clip here, Dave? Let me know. You got, you got number six uh, John Tory here? I don't know if we have that. We're going to just have pull this up. I don't know if we have. You know what? It doesn't matter. I'll tell you what John Tory said this morning earlier on this radio program. He, he was actually kind of ticked sounding, to tell you the truth. He was like, quite hit it for me there, Dave. Just the top bit of here. Let me. I just wish, quite frankly, that these people in these uh, international organizations would take greater care when they have these press conferences or feel they need to make these statements about these kinds of things and say it should be up to local people to give the advice uh, as to what people should do. Well, then, if it's up to local people to give the advice, then they should let the local people give the advice. And our local people, meaning national, provincial, and municipal, have said it is safe. We wouldn't be advocating it if it wasn't safe. It is safe. I think we should uh, Okay, you can drop it out there. You can drop it out there. That is... That is that is the equivalent of um, John Tory flipping his wig right there. By the way, he still hasn't got a haircut. What's with that? But nevertheless, I mean, he's spitting, he's just spitting blood there. He's angry. He's ticked. I know a lot of people feel the same way. You know, so the WHO comes out and says well, we don't have enough enough data. Blah blah blah. You know, and it just kind of you know the whole get AstraZeneca, don't get AstraZeneca. Wait twelve weeks. No, it's eight. Oh, by the way, all our mRNA vaccines are interchangeable. Wait, are you sure? What? Jamie Barocker is our global news health reporter. Welcome back to the program, Jamie. Thanks for having me, Alan. Uh, my head's going round and round and round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, hit me again. What do I want to do? Okay, Get honestly, me off this crazy thing. Get me know, off this crazy I am thing, Jamie. so, so fired up about this story because I, all over social media, kept seeing you know, quote unquote experts and and doctors trying to justify what the chief scientist of the WHO said. And I have listened to the tape over and over and over. And yes, the question that she was asked was originally in regards to booster shots, but she Mm -hmm. very clearly starts to discuss the mixing of vaccines. She even notes Second, third, and fourth doses. So she okay. does. Talk J- Jamie, about let, let me hold you, hold you, hold you right there because I actually want to play it. I, I, it's a, it's a little bit of a longer clip, but I think it's really important. Could you introduce her? Yes. Here you go. This is the uh, chief scientist of the World Health Organization speaking yesterday afternoon. You know, really want to caution um, uh, folks because there is a tendency now for people in countries with enough availability of vaccines to you know, voluntarily start thinking about an additional dose. There are there are uh, people who are um, thinking about mixing and matching. Uh, we, we receive a lot of queries from people who, who say they've taken one and, you know, they're going to planning to take another one. So it's a, it's a little bit of a dangerous trend here where people are in a, we're in a data-free, evidence-free zone as far as a mix and match. There is limited data on mix and match. There are studies going on. We need to wait for that. And maybe it will be a very good approach. But at the moment, we only have data on the uh, AZ vaccine, Oxford, AstraZeneca, followed by Pfizer. That is Sumya Swamathan from the World Health Organization. Uh, it seems like, t- 
to me, speaking to Jamie Marocker, our global news health reporter, that seems like that that is a warning for people not to do what many of us, including myself, have already done. I have to wholeheartedly agree with you, Alan. It's it's so frustrating to see people try and take her words and say something else. Um, she also took to Twitter herself to clarify what was said, retweeting the article from, from Reuters, uh, the same article that we have on our website um, that quoted what she said. And the only clarification she made was saying that she was talking about individuals not taking it into their own hands. She did say that public health agencies should be putting out the directives when it comes to mixing and matching, which is exactly what has taken place here in our country. Um, but she also noted that those, uh, those directives should be based on available data. And here's the kicker, Alan. That data is still coming in. You heard her say it there. The only real data that we have is on mixing AstraZeneca with Pfizer. That was a massive study that was done in the UK. We do have smaller studies on mixing mRNA vaccines, and that's taking place in Europe as well, I believe, Germany and Spain. Um, But they're very small studies, and the data is still coming in. So that leaves us with the question, and, and a bioethicist I spoke with said exactly this. Where is the Canadian government getting off saying that this is safe. Potentially, it comes from the fact that we have been mixing vaccines for years, safely. Um, But what the chief scientist is saying here is that we don't have all the information. And doctors I spoke with say, this is the lesser of two evils. We have to get people vaccinated. These are the vaccines we have. So this is the best decision. Uh, All right. let's, Let's get to that because that is the central central complaint I think I have over the way that we have been communicated to as Canadians and the way this has rolled out is that the decisions coming from NASI are not driven by evidence. They are driven by circumstance. Circumstance, yeah. So circumstance, that's the word I'm looking for, right? So if you're saying... If you're saying, look, we got, we've got we got, at the time, what, a surging alpha or beta or and then delta, and we have to get people vaccinated, and we look at the risk factor, and we say, well, we only have small sample evidence that says mixing, but we do have lots of evidence that says COVID's killing people, so let's get going. It, that's what's driving these decisions, and that's worrisome. I mean, that's absolutely what is driving these decisions, um, but the end result is a lack of trust in our public health system and this vaccine rollout in general. We're at a pivotal point. I talked this, about this yesterday where we're trying to reach those who are vaccine hesitant. How are they supposed to feel comfortable when the messaging consistently across this pandemic has been confusing? I know and anecdotally we're hearing stories of people just walking away from vax clinics and saying, well, what, do you, what do you mean you got Moderna? Forget it. And nope. You know, I had Pfizer the first time. I'm not mixing. And and you, th- this is just going to amp that up. And that's a pr- real, real problem. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to be really frank here, and people are not going to like me saying this. Particularly, you know, I love science. I'm a health reporter. I absolutely believe in science. My child is fully vaccinated. I am fully vaccinated myself. However, I'm a breastfeeding mother. Um, I haven't seen the data, and though many experts say it's safe, and I have mixed vaccines in my life before, um, my vaccination appointment was set to be Thursday. I got a notification five minutes before I went on air last night telling me that I would be offered a cocktail of vaccine. So I would be given something to mix. 
and I'm changing my appointment. You're going to delay getting your second shot. I am going to delay getting my second shot. I am very lucky. I live in an area where I'm able to get that shot just a couple of days later. I'm extraordinarily frustrated, um, as are many people, I'm sure, that this is what I had to do. Um, But because I'm getting vaccinated and my child is also involved in this process because I'm still breastfeeding, I'm just not at a place where I feel comfortable following this directive by NASI. It's a hard decision to make. Jamie, we have to leave it there, but I think you speak for a lot of people who are frustrated, they're confused and concerned. Thanks again, Jamie. Have a good one.